Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you call the annual ball for ghosts? A paraformal activity. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of a, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner, gives me street cred with the wacko alternative assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. We also have in the studio DJ slash NP Mel B. Hello, back again. Hello, how are you today? Oh, we're going to do some fun with uh, DJ Mel B in a minute. Well, it's not that much fun, but it'll be fun. And we also have Stacy Deloach, everyone. Ahoy. 
boo. I hear the boo in the background. Now it's what? No, I don't know. I don't know. There's this is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHID. Visit, uh, follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM or at, what's yours? What's your Twitter? Do you still have to do Twitter? You don't want to give it out. Okay, it's fine. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, respiratory therapist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, or whatever. Good Lord, it just gets longer and longer. Uh, please don't forget. You know what? We may not be doing stuff.drsteve anymore. Uh, stuff.drsteve.com. Get it in quick because I just got a letter from Amazon saying, oh, you have to send us a screenshot of all the places where you're driving traffic to this because I guess we're, we're, we have too much traffic or something or they can't see where they're coming from because people are bookmarking them okay. and uh, so we may not be uh, an Amazon affiliate much longer I'm going to try to comply but hell I don't have time for all this shit you wouldn't believe all the things they wanted me to send them screenshots of so we're going to try but anyway so uh, for one more week stuff.drsteve.com and uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net that's simplyherbals.net and um, I'm doing Valentine's Patreons, or not Patreons, I'm an idiot. I'm doing, pay, uh, golly, Valentine. I need a shot of that tequila. That's what I need, uh, DJ uh, Mel B. So I am doing Valentine cameos where I'm wishing people a happy Valentine's Day with lots of fluids and secretions, but hopefully... <laughs> Uh, devoid of things like syphilis, gonorrhea, and I list off a bunch of different uh, venereal diseases. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And um, you're a gentlewoman and a scholar. And uh, also, please check out our Patreon, our patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. We're going to have Mark Normand on this week. We're going to be doing some celebrity interviews on there. It's mostly just Tacey and me, but we're going to have other people in. This week, uh, we have... Um, nurse practitioner Chanda, the uh, the uh, Botox queen, and she's talking about Botox and some other <laughs> stuff like that. It was kind of fun. So, and vaginal rejuvenation. Ooh, do you need any of that, uh, Stacy? I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I, I was looking at I was looking at DJ MLB when I said that, but see, I threw in Stacy instead. That's comedy, though. You, you saw me throw a thumbs up. That's <laughs> that is what we call improvisation. <laughs> So anyway, all right. Dr. Scott, you got anything about Simply Herbals to talk well, to us well, about? Believe it or not, I remembered your nasal spray. Oh, yeah. let's see what you got Can, I, can I give a little? Yeah, of course. Give it a little plug. Uh, let, me, let me get you. Uh, there you go. You're on camera. You just don't know it, but you are. It's it's delayed. You know that, yep. right? Yep. No, just show it while you're talking yep. about it. Yeah, this 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 is the, uh, the new edition of our nasal spray family. The original one plus the CBD oil that's Ooh. mixed in there. So I brought it for Dr. Ooh. Steve to try and give me some feedback. Okay, so, we're going to try yeah, that. We'll try. And what this is useful for is when you don't have um, a Navaj unit nearby. There you go. Yep. Okay. We're Good talk stuff. About that in a second. We have with us today a very special guest, Martin Hoke. <laughs> 
the president of Rhino Systems Incorporated, the medical device company he founded in 2007 to develop, manufacture, and distribute Navage Nasal Care, my favorite um, medical device, the innovative saline nasal irrigation system that he invented. Now, I sound like I'm a used car salesman right now, but I really do love this product. <laughs> Hello, Martin, and thanks for being on the show. Hey, Dr. Steve, so good to be with you. Thank you, and thanks for having me on. It's so great. can I call you Martin, or should I call you Mr. Hoke or Dr. Hoke? <laughs> Please, just don't call. Anyway, yes, of yeah, course, okay. call me Martin. Don't, I'll, don't, I'll, I'll call you Steve. Don't That's call great. me late for dinner. I get there it. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. So, hey, it's great to have you on. We talk about Navage all the time on this show. And I'm always giving Dr. Scott uh, Hecker, I, I did for a long time because he would talk about the neti pot. And I've always said, if you wanna see a bunch of people that look dumb, go, <laughs> and, and this has nothing to do with the people themselves. It just looking dumb <laughs> is is Google image neti pot, N-E-T-I-P-O-T. And uh, everybody that does the neti pot looks dumb. So uh, with this device, you look cool. So we're gonna talk about that, but a lot of people don't even know what we're talking about. So uh, Martin, talk to us a little bit about nasal lavage, hence the name, and um, why you invented the navage uh, system itself. I'll be happy to. I, I, so back in 2006, 2007, um, I, I used to suffer every single winter from multiple sinus infections. And I don't think that's that unusual, uh, uh, in fact, but it, this particular winter was really bad for me. Uh, and I was on my sixth um, Z-Pack three pack uh and you know it actually gets depressing after a while because yep. you just feel like you've lost control of your life um so a friend of mine says why don't you take some uh mix some salt water up and sniff it up your nose and i said instead of saying you're trying to drown me uh which is what a normal person would do of course i actually said okay <laughs> of course I, I will immediately i you know i jumped in the shower i did it and i got I got immediate relief. I mean, I, I literally, I, I had no idea, all this stuff that comes out, you know, and if you're really congested, which you are on your sixth uh, sinus infection. Yeah. So I yeah. found, I didn't know anything about this and it's just uh, exposing the, the, the interior of the nasal cavity with, with saline, with normal saline, 1%, nine tenths of 1% normal saline. So I looked Motion into it and, and I, and I um, tried to, find out about what was going on. And that's when I learned about neti pots. That's when I found out about Oprah Winfrey doing the neti pot thing Yeah, on, on her show with Dr. Oz. Um, and I tried that. And then I tried the squeeze bottle. And, and I just, the neti pot, man, that was really <laughs> hard for me. For people who don't oh, know what a neti pot is. Well, Scott, you're the neti pot genius. Talk a little bit about, give us 30 seconds on the neti pot. Um, you pour too much in, you drowned. Well, okay. That's, <laughs> it's not helpful. He, it's not helpful Very technical, very technical. Well, he gave me 30 seconds. What did you expect? Well, that was three <laughs> seconds. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the, of course the theory is like he's talking about. You, you, you attempt to wash out your head and your sinuses with, with this with this neti pot thing, and it's pretty hard to well, do. What is it? I mean, it's a, describe it, it for it people. Looks, never you seen know what? It. it looks like if you could easily mistake it for, for a little um, you know Japanese tea 
teapot. Yeah. And it looks like uh, you put water in it and get it nice and hot, and then you literally, it looks like instead of pouring tea, your green tea into your shot glass, you're pouring this, this, this solution up in your nose. And it's not, and not you have really to turn easy. your head sideways, you do, and the trick is you want to put it in the top nostril, have it somehow drain out the bottom nostril. Allegedly, yeah. And, and that's not always easy to do when everything's all clogged up. And the other but, thing, Martin, um, when you That's did this first saline, did your friend give you any proportions, or were you just, I mean, you know, if you take a, ta- <laughs> a, a tablespoon yeah, of said, salt and put it in a tablespoon yeah, of water, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, yeah. he said something to the effect of, um, you know, mix up a little bit, like oh, half God. a teaspoon or so in, a, in, a, in about eight ounces of water. Well, of course, that's all wrong, yeah. too, unless you want a super hypertonic solution. I right. didn't know any of that then. You know, ignorance is bliss, Steve. It's, it's really, it's a beautiful thing. It is. And I just, I went along for the, on, the, on the program because, I, you know, a drowning man will grab for anything. Right. Sure. And, yes. Uh, Watch out. I, <laughs> I'm going to grab so all I, of y'all. I tried this. I, I tried the neti pot, a, a total bust. I mean, I did it, but it, I'll tell you, sniffing water out of my out of my palm was a lot better than the neti pot. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah. and, and then, uh, so the other thing, it, I actually come from a medical background. My dad was a surgeon. Uh, my grandfather was uh, a general practitioner. I couldn't do well, and uh, I I could never figure out chemistry. Um, and uh, so I became a lawyer. And uh oh, but yeah. in all of this. We're going to have to tighten up. We're going to have to tighten up. I'm just kidding. So in 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 all of um, this, you know, I mean, all my cousins, all these doctors, nobody had ever mentioned saline nasal irrigation. Right. I'd never heard those words. I'd never sniffed uh, salt water up my nose. I might have been. I might have gargled salt water, maybe, but. You know, my dad was a cutter. He was a neurosurgeon, and it's you know, it's a it's a different thing. I mean, it's not like uh, uh, is it Scott? Yes, um, yes, that's with yeah uh, with the you know I mean it, it, we you know clinicians and and with medicines different. I don't know. Anyway, I'm babbling, but the, the <laughs> point is the point is that I had okay. never you fit in well on this, this show. Then well, that's right, <laughs> and it was a complete revelation. Yeah to have something so simple be so incredibly effective. So I got to thinking about it and I'd done a bunch of other stuff and I was sort of between opportunities. And I thought, you know, there has just gotta be a better delivery system uh, for saline nasal irrigation because this therapy is so incredible. Um, And, you know, and I didn't even know the half of it at that point. I just thought it was just for chronic rhinosinusitis. I just didn't Mm. even know. Yeah. That's where we well, I'll let you know. One of the reasons that I'm a big proponent of Navage is because since 1989, when I graduated from residency, uh, I've been a uh, recommending ocean nasal spray. It used to be that was the one back in the day, yeah. and then simply saline down the down the road. So for thirty something, however, how long, how many years is that? I I. I wow. I, I'd have to do Howard Stern math to figure that out, but it's been a while. And uh, thirty-three. It, thank you. Thirty-three. I'll, I'll give you one of these. Give yourself a bill. <laughs> uh, so thirty-three years, I've been recommending nasal saline, and then I saw this thing, and I wanted one, but it wasn't until I walked into uh, a local chain drugstore, and. Um, had the same kind of deal where I'd had some sinus 
thing going on forever because uh, you know the, the the fall months for me are just torture and I was desperate and they had the darn Navage it wasn't mail order anymore it was just on the shelf and it was under a hundred bucks I mean I think it was eighty nine dollars and it I, turned out to be the best eighty nine bucks that I've ever spent so I love this thing and as a matter of fact we have uh, NP Mel B is going to do it today um, mm-hmm. after you and I get off the phone, just in case some we have a mishap, I didn't want her that happening <laughs> while we had you on the phone. That would be embarrassing. So, uh, but anyway, um, so let me ask you something. Talk. You, you mentioned more than just for sinus infections. Tell us why nasal hygiene is important. And I think Stacy had a comment for you too when you're done. But um, you know, why would we use it for something other than, say, a sinus infection? Well, there are a number of things that it, it's known to immediately give relief to, and and that's congestion caused either by flu, cold, infection, or allergies. In addition, it just helps you breathe better through your nose, which is one of bad nose breathing, going to mouth breathing is an indication for snoring. So it's not all snoring is caused by that, but the majority of snoring is caused by going from this typical pattern of of nose breathing when you lay down to mouth breathing. And if you irrigate before you go to bed, um, then your conchi, your uh, turbinates are, um, they're, they're shrunk and you've got more air space in the nasal cavity. So You've got those things, but I think that the really what I've what I've I've come to believe, and I've been doing this really for a long time now, um, which doesn't make me necessarily smarter, but but I have a lot of experience <laughs> with it. And, <laughs> experience, baby. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> and and the the conclusion I've come to is that really this is the third pillar of personal hygiene, and it's very similar to bathing routine bathing and toothbrushing. Bathing got into the mainstream in the 19th century in the 1800s, toothbrushing in the 1900s, mid-1900s. It took the introduction or the invention of nylon Hmm. and then uh, World War II for, uh, you know, and now like 98% of Americans brush their teeth at least once a day. But these things both, so the, the question is what really improves health? Is it modern medicine or is it personal hygiene? And of course, the answer is both. Uh, they have a profound impact on why people live so much longer uh, than they did even 100, 120 years ago. Yeah. And the thing about um, hygiene is that it, it, what's really going on is what you guys, doctors, like to say is that, uh, that um, dilution is the solution to pollution. So if you can, you know, germs, germs love to live in these warm, moist, dark places. And so, you know, they they multiply, they congregate, they do really well. And if you um, keep them uh, cleaned, it's not a cure, it's not a drug, it's just thinning out that multiplicity of, of microbe build up and we do it every day in our mouths we do it every day on our bodies and now there is a simple um really convenient way to do it daily uh with with the nasal cavity and and it doesn't mean you're going to be perfectly healthy 
but it means that you're giving your body a better opportunity to defend itself and to keep that air filter, which really is your nose, it's the first line of defense against uh, germs that are airborne, allergens, all that stuff. It's what prevents them from uh, the, the first line against going into the lungs. And if you can keep those germs um, thinned out uh, and and not as concentrated, you're just going to be healthier. Yeah, this makes sense healthier. to me That's, that oh, yeah. if you've got allergens, particularly in your nose, and you decrease the... the um, um, concentration through lavage of the nose that you're you'll have less inflammation and therefore less congestion so it just makes sense and i might add to that as well too the thing i love about this saline solution that he makes is it, it does it makes it even more inhospitable for these bacteria and viruses yeah. you know when you keep mm-hmm. the when you keep the nasal passage uh, moist and it doesn't crack and it doesn't allow pathogens to crawl up in these 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 splits and, and create infections it makes mm. uh, you know much much easier to keep everything that's a good point clean, yeah dry nasal package packages dry nasal passages that crack are an entry yeah, point buddy. for uh, yeah. bacteria and stuff stacy were you gonna say something a minute ago did you have something you want to say i mean you always have something to say but <laughs> anything apropos <laughs> to this conversation no i was just gonna say that my parents are my dad is originally from northern mississippi so they've got all kinds of weird things down there like putting kerosene on mosquito bites but one thing my grandmother used to make us do if you had a head cold mm-hmm. was mix salt water and snort that yeah to flush that out yeah. and oh that stuff would burn but it would clean you right out yeah yeah but yeah well, that's, there you go. that was 40 years ago so another uh, 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 a ringing endorsement by Stacy. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for the well, emotional <laughs> side <laughs> It's really so, and and you know this the neti pots. Uh, the, there's a fellow up at uh, Wisconsin, Dave Robigo, who's a. Uh, anyway, he did a lot of uh, research on this, and somebody sent him from uh, the uh, uh, some temple art in a Hindu temple in India, uh, pictures of somebody using a neti pot wow. um, in the Ayurvedic tradition, like seven eight hundred years ago, but. People that lived near the ocean, they would clean their uh, nose out with just uh, sea salt sure. water, sea, mm-hmm. sea water. It's sure. the same idea. Well, my nose is it's always been around better. around forever. If yeah. I go to the beach and I'm swimming, my nose is always way better. My allergies are better. Everything's better. So, and the, and the beautiful, the drinks are the, better the, too. The, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, couple, have you considered doing any studies to prevent? disease with this uh, particularly i'm thinking i don't know viral upper respiratory diseases i just happen to be in my mind uh, no particular reason like there's a not anything going on right global now. pandemic yeah, or anything like that but i just wondered <laughs> have you all thought about doing any sort of uh, clinical studies for prevention as opposed to just treatment yeah we've um it's it's a great question and we we've actually been navage was used in a in a study um, that was conducted by uh, Dr. Amy Baxter uh, at the uh, uh, University of Al- um, Augusta uh, uh, Medical School of Georgia, and um, great results when you use um, nasal irrigation immediately upon um, uh, diagnosis of a you know a particular disease or problem or you know infection. The, and, and that sort of a treatment study is relatively easy to undertake. 
the prevention study that you're talking about, that is the holy grail of these of these studies. Sure. And it has not been done. It's a lot harder to do it. Um, as, as you know, it takes a lot more people. It takes a lot more money. Um, and it's just, I, I want to do one. We haven't done it yet um, because ultimately, the, the other thing about this is that it's just like, um, you need large numbers to prove or disprove the, right. the hypothesis. And the hypothesis here would be, you're not gonna get as sick. Um, you're gonna not miss as much work. You're not gonna have as many trips to the doctor. Uh, you're not gonna have as many prescriptions in a you know, one year time. Yeah, or whatever and the endpoints are, the are that you of, choose, right. Exactly. And, um, and, and so you have to start with a group and then uh, you, you test one group for six months against a control and then the control becomes the, uh, the group that actually uses it. And then the problem that you've got there is that the group that was using it, a bunch of those people aren't going to want to stop using it right. because now they've become neti pot or not neti pot, uh -oh. they've become nasal irrigation. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Shut my mouth. I'll, I'll beat that out. <laughs> anyway, thank you. <laughs> so they become uh, nasal irrigators, and, and then, you know, uh, they don't want to quit. They, they, I'll tell you, we, we, we've sold over two and a half million of these uh, Navage um, nose cleaners now, and people just... The beautiful—it's—it's it's kind of like brushing your teeth and, and bathing in the sense that yeah, you have all these benefits, but you also get this immediate gratification. Yeah. It's its own reward yeah. with this refreshing ability to breathe deeply through your nose. These, you know, so it—we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, well, thing. DJ uh, Mel B is going to find out here in a few minutes. I'm terrified. And we're going to have to do a play-by-play -play because this is audio, and you hate doing sort of visual things on uh, radio. But I think this is worth doing because just the look on her face as she experiences this for the first time should be fun. For people, maybe they don't understand what we're talking about. This device, you put uh, distilled water in the top, always distilled water. And as they've got these little salt pods to make sure that it's the right concentration. It will not work if you don't uh, put the pod in there properly. And then it makes properly, um, no, don't. No, this is going to be she's, good. Oh, my God. That's why we love Mel B. That's why we she's love Mel B. Well, no, she's trying to put uh, tequila, tequila in it. Tequila in it. Uh, no God! Yeah, no, don't do no, that. No, no, no. Right, that, she's just really doing that as a warning idea. to people don't not do that. what not to do. No, and, <laughs> I see. Oh, good. And good. that's proper, <laughs> properly buffered saline. And then uh, you put this thing up to your uh, nostrils. There's two sort of what do you call them? Uh, nose pillows. Nose pillows. I like that. Okay, that's a nice euphemism for what they really are. But no, it's they're nose pillows. And it will shoot saline in one nostril and suck it out the other one, which is the genius of this. So you don't have to turn your head to the side or anything. You're just going to put your head forward like you're smelling roses and hold that thing level. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Hold yeah. this thing level? Yeah, hold the device level. Input. Yep, and you're going to do it just like that. That's right. So we'll, we're going we're gonna to do that naturally yeah breathe naturally through your mouth and relax uh, the if you're relaxed it, i mean it'll it, it the beautiful thing it's technology it does it all for you that's yeah. the cool thing and it, 
And what well, the I way do, that oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. What, I'll, I'll no, say no, I'll throw ahead. this in here. What what I do is when the when the um, saline is halfway down, I twist that thing 180 degrees, and now it'll shoot suck out of the nose, the nostril that it was. It reverses the it, flow. It reverses the flow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. It'll yeah, suck yeah. out of the one it was shooting saline in, and and vice so versa. All, okay. So are that's go, kind of fun. Are you going to do different flavors? Hey, hey, hey Dr. Steve, we need yep. a we need we need a drum roll. Okay, well, we'll get one. Uh, so let's finish up with Martin, and we're going to do that. Like I said, I, I don't necessarily want her doing this with him on the phone just in case something goes awry. Because <laughs> he's already... I'm tender. He's already promoted the neti pot, and uh, we don't want to have any... any ah! <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you, Mr. Martin. Sure. How yeah. am I not going to drown? Because these are air holes, uh, not water holes. I'm not a fish. I think so, you have two doctors here that could pretty much take care well, of you. How do happen. I not drown? Mouth to mouth is free up here. We'll That's turn you upside down, drain it out. That's right. Vigorous chest massage. You. But no, let, let him answer. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the short answer is your soft palate. Because your soft palate will close. And then your uh, nasal cavity becomes a closed system. And... Uh, what happens is that the, the nasal rinse, this isotonic saline, goes in the one nostril, goes all the way back to the back of the nose. There's a gap between the back of the septum and the rear wall of the nasal cavity itself. So you, it goes back one side of the nasal cavity, around and through the posterior margin of the nasal septum, and then it comes forward again and out. And the reason it doesn't go down your esophagus um, or or into your uh, trachea um, is that is that the soft palate is closed and um, the only time that the soft palate doesn't close is with with folks that are that are scared honestly um, and and they're frightened. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I think also but I'm sure that that vacuum. is not the case. There's with a vacuum. You. It has um, a vacuum. DJ. So draw it. And the vacuum helps. Yeah, and it'll good. pull it. Okay. It'll pull it out the whole, and it's pulling it out. And and I'll tell you something, the, the, Scott, the reason that uh, some physicians feel that there is um, an advantage over, uh, an actual tech, technological advantage over the neti pot is that the Bernoulli principle is sucking across the ostia. Yes, sure. Right? Yeah, sure, sure. Give sure. And, and it's meal. pulling out of, it's pulling things out of, it's pulling the, the mucus out of the sinus cavities, and that's a big deal. Yep, that's um, huge. Yeah, and, and so, and it um, collects on the bottom. I, I, it's separate from everything. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it all collects in the bottom there. Yeah. And, and I actually, Steve, what you're doing, where you're reversing in the middle, that's incredibly conscientious. I never do that. I might <laughs> reverse. You know, the next day or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, it's fun. Hey, hey Martin, doc, hey, Doctor Steve's an overachiever, but he does. That's nah, true. He's an overachiever. <laughs> but uh, no, I love, I love, I think it's, I think it's a, a beautiful device. I, I am smart. <laughs> I am <just> smart. <laughs> All right. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful. Okay, one last like, question. When yeah. I put this thing up to my face. I mean, this Do is I you're the only person bread? in the country that's ever had the inventor of the thing get to I know, get, I'm so this excited. is awesome. Yeah, so go ahead. It's making Sorry. me feel so much better about yeah. this. So, <laughs> when I put this thing up to my face and I turn it on, do I hold my breath? Do I breathe through my mouth? Do I just keep doing it until I pass out? What's going to happen? Well, 
let me be completely candid with you. Um, yes, please. It, what what happens the first time is it depends on the person. Um, the I can tell you that I could do it. I, I, I wish you could see me or my wife could do it or anybody that is works with a company. I mean, we, we're all, you know, we do this twice a day, every day. That's what we do. It's just like, you know, brushing your teeth. And I can talk while I'm doing it. Um, you know, I, yeah. I just breathe normally. I don't even think about it. Now, the very first time, again, it, it, yeah. it for most people, you've used a neti pot, right? No. I she do doesn't like not, to put anything in I do not like to put anything up my nose. I do not even like nose spray. <laughs> well, this, this is going to be fun. You know, there may be a learning curve. And, <laughs> but, but <laughs> you, you know, the, the, the proper technique is just breathe normally through your mouth um, and relax, relax. I mean, you, you, you will not drown. I'm going to have her simulate um, you know, it first. We're going to have her put it up to her nose and simulate mm -hmm. it. I'm going to have her breathe in through her mouth and out through her mouth and talk to us a little bit with the thing up to her nose. Okay. And then at some point in there, then you're going to just want to push it and keep doing what you're doing, and you'll see. And okay. we put fresh batteries in here. That's the one thing that I've heard people I, I had a couple people from this show that bought one and they said well the first time i did it it went down my throat i have never had that happen there's not a single drop has gone down my throat but uh, uh if the batteries are low it can happen so we put fresh batteries in it, so that okay. will not happen all right i think that the the real key um is honestly it's about relaxation i mentioned about talking don't talk while okay. you're doing this the first time that's <laughs> i wasn't so um it's just that after you've mastered it it's very very natural i mean it'll seem like nothing yep. um but i can some people they get it mm -hmm. the very first time and other people it takes a few times okay well, I have one last question for you. Why the double, the two dots over the A in Navaj? I mean, it makes it so much harder to find the proper uh, website on the internet. <laughs> I know, I know. You know why? I, I I wasn't really thinking about the umlaut when we uh, and and its impact on the uh, on the World Wide Web <laughs> when when I came up with the name. Name. Uh, it's really kind of for me. It's 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 an homage to Haagen Dazs ice cream, because um, I really loved their ice cream. I don't like it as much today as I did 30 years ago. <laughs> anyway, never mind that. But you know, but I get. I must get at least one letter from a professor every six months or so. Really, very irate that we're improperly right. using umlaut. It's cultural and, um, appropriation. <laughs> That's right. So and, it's like, and then they compare us to Motley Crue, which apparently yes. misused the umlaut. Of as course, well. it just looked um, cool. So you can just say that it's okay to it's, say that. It, it makes just it look like cool. a, it makes it look it's like it's cool. European. Yeah. And, it's and we cool didn't want people. Yeah. It's cool. There was a part of me that I mean, I, for Americans, they see that and they're not going to say navage or navage or something. You know, they're going to say they're probably going to say navage because that umlaut does mm. have an impact, but. I don't know. At some point, we may have to lose it. Nah, I don't no. Know. I don't like it. I like it. Steve, I don't want to lose it. it okay, then don't lose it then. It's your thing. You keep it if you want to. <laughs> we love it. All right. Well, listen, it was great talking to you. We're going to have uh, uh, NP Mel B do this now, and uh, we really appreciate you being on. appreciate your uh, your staff working with us, and particularly Elise, and uh, who I think is watching live. 
And uh, Martin Hoke, president of Rhino Systems Incorporated, the medical device company that distributes and created the Navage nasal care system. Thank you for being on our show today. Hey, Doc Steve, Doc Scott, DJ L L L. Get it wrong. Anyway, yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks. Great hey, to have luck. you, Martin. Thank you, man. Thank you for take, the tips. Take care. Okay. You bet. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good, good stuff. All right. What a good guy. I mean, that was the real dude. Yeah, that's cool. That's super, he Isn't sounded that cool? great. That was very cool. Yeah. Very um, nice. very okay, smart. so let me get that meeting ended. All right, are you ready to do it? No, I'm terrified. So I'm going to... Uh, are are you we really? going to take bets on how many chunks are in the bottle? No, please don't. <laughs> okay, so respiratory stuff. I can handle blood, guts. Yeah. No, I'm Your the same. entire intestines could be on this table and I'd be fine with it. And shit, no if problem. If you hawk up a loogie, yep. I'm going to go the other way. Yep. No, I get it. I can't stand it when patients are like... Okay, well, you're not going to hawk up a loogie. No. You will never be able to again because you're going to have clean nasal passage. So the first yes. thing you want to do right. is uh, take the distilled this. water and fill take it up to the right, line. And job, we're going to give you play-by-play because this is a um, you know an audio show. Yeah. So. so we're pouring the water into the fill line. Yep, there you go. Whoop. Stop. Okay, now take Good the job. pod. Okay. Do the saline pod first. That's this one? Yep, and, okay, and you can one. see there's a shape to it. So mm-hmm. put it with the foil side down with the shape in the, in the correct foil side configuration. Down? Foil side down, yep. Like that. And, yeah, it only goes one way. Okay. That's like one of those fancy coffee pods. That's right. Dr. Now Steve. close the lid, and the saline will kind of uh, go, cl- close it till it snaps. There you go. Now the saline okay. is already mixed, and it's ready to go. Now take the device, and what you want to do is put it up to your nose, and don't. We're not going to mm-hmm. do anything yet. Okay. You see where the button is, right by your this? right. Yeah, that's okay. it. That's the button. Yep, that's the button. All right. So uh, if you push the button in halfway, you'll just get suction. And if you push it in all the way, you'll get the full Monty. So for right now, just put it up to your nose and just talk to us for a minute. Because I know you are kind of nasal phobic. And you're not going to need that towel. You're going to do great. Unless you you yank it away from your face while you're pushing the button, you will need the towel. Because it'll spread. You'll need the towel at the end. At the very end. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to put it up to my nose. Just put it up to your nose the and two just. Little pillows the, yep. I, into I was going to call them uh, nose nipples, but yeah. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> That's what I was going to call them, but. Okay. Well, I have nose nipples. Just put them old nose nipples up there. And uh, yeah, and okay. just. So you want to put your head forward like yeah. you're sniffing okay, I think roses. I'm going to have to take my glasses off. Okay. Ooh. Fair enough. Ooh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so put it put it up to your nose. Okay, up to my okay and just talk to us for a minute. Okay. All right. Leave, yep, and yep, and bit. level. You can tell it's level because you can see the 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 water. Uh, okay, I feel like I'm just looking cross-eyed. Now, what you yes. want to do is go ahead and take your finger and push that thing in, just uh, the a button in, just a little bit, till you can sort of hear the motor kick in. Let me turn this off. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got it. There you go. Oh, now, oh. now, don't stop though. Don't stop. Push it all the way in. Then keep it. Keep it on there. Go for it. See, now you have saline no, in your nose, and you're yeah. not sucking it out. No. So you need to okay. keep running it now. Okay. So do it sort of halfway, and you'll feel suction. And then push it all the way in. There you go. Now push it all the way in. Just push it all the way in. Is it? Is there uh, water? No, there's nothing. No. Okay. Oh is there saline going into the bottom, Stacy? I can't yes. see. I yes. yes. We have success. <laughs> I okay. I heard a rock so she is uh, crying. 
No, I don't. Think, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't. I think we got some diamonds in there. Oh, well, let's God. see. Let's see what's in there. Oh, there's oh, there's some business. Yeah, look at that. That is so gross. Success. That's the whole point is that was in you and now it's not in you. <laughs> oh, That's... you did good, Mel. Wait a go. Are you seriously not going to do any more? Yeah, I'm going to in a minute, but I need a you break. You got to drain first. <laughs> okay, so the key to that is to. Oh my gosh, my head is like. Does it feel what? good? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it feels really open. Yeah. <sighs> okay, Hooray! now I want to do some more. Now you want to do some more. I want to do some more, okay. but I need a minute. Okay. That feels so. Well, that's it really feels like it's sucking my brain well. Yeah, well, that's what's great about it. The, the suction part is the part I like because that gives you confidence that it's not going to go down your throat. Like I don't think I've breathed this well in a really long time. Okay, do it again then. Okay. You only you got um, about half of it. You're right. You know? Star status now. Yeah. I took, yeah. I took you going to change flavors? <laughs> no, it was she can't in okay. the middle of it. Not okay. in the middle. I got to do the rest of this. Okay. You can do it. Right. You can so, do it. Back up to what I was. Yep. Should I turn it the other way? Yeah, yeah. Turn it okay, the other turn way. Turn it the other way. There we go. Okay, so she's rotating okay, the the it. nose nipples 180 <laughs> so, degrees. So it's gonna suck and blow opposite. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Hold it level. There you go. Is it level? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's pushing the button. Are you getting saline? A little bit. Okay, push it harder. There you go. I see it pouring in there now. Yeah, oh, you're doing good. Yeah, you're rolling, baby. Now let it go ahead and empty all the way, and then it will suck the residual out. There you go. Now it's going to suck all the residual out. You got that last bolus of... There you go. Now you can pull it away, and you're done. It's that quick. Okay. You did great. That, that yeah, you made. What is bad, because I do what, what to expect. There you go. Like okay. he said, oh, look at the stuff in there. Hold, no, I don't want to look at the stuff in there. Hold that up to the camera. Oh, okay. Well, let me have it. Oh, let me have it. I can't reach it, do we? Yeah, here. Okay, I can hold it up to okay, the camera. Okay, yeah. Can they see it? I don't know. It's still dripping. There you go. Good job. Okay. Good job. Awesome. That All is right. disgusting. You, <laughs> you didn't know you had it in you. Literally. Oh. You want to... Get that out of in front of you. You want to hand it to me so you're not looking at it. Yeah, I just okay. Um, Good girl. Stacy will uh, drink from that. Later. That's that's the second <laughs> oh, half of the bit. That that is really gross. What's in there? Yeah. But my head. Okay, that is a weirdest Next. feeling. It feels like it's gonna. My eyeballs are gonna suck out of yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, because you're not used to head. suction in your nose. No. That's the thing. So what his genius was was rather than using gravity was to use suction. Yeah, that was really So in awesome. one nostril, out the other, don't any of it go down your throat? Do you even feel um, salt on your tongue right now? You might because you stopped. When I point. stopped, I did. Yeah. I felt it. It was like going down my throat. Yeah. Um, but I think that was just I Yeah, stopped. just don't abort it. Once you start. It, don't it, stop. The, no. Or if you're going to stop, let off on the on the button a little bit so you should just get uh, suction. suction. All so, right, yeah, anyway. but it did go down my throat just a little bit when I stopped, but not the second time. Well, congratulations. I so. was more relaxed. He was right. Yeah. Like, I could tell when I relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he ought to know. That's good stuff. He's a smart guy. <laughs> he's pretty, pretty. He sounds like he's done that once or he's twice. A, he's a fart smeller. Fart. I mean, smart feller. <laughs> he's a real fart smeller. Yeah. No, he's enjoying good. breathing now. I, I can. I feel like everything's cool. really open. Okay, so what I would like for you to do yes. is now that you have this thing, and I'll give you a few of the eucalyptus pods, uh-huh. uh, do it a couple times a day or at least once or twice a day, and mm-hmm. then when you come back in three weeks because we're doing three-week rotation with you guys. Uh, let us know if you can tell any difference. 
Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. I think I know what everybody in my family is getting for Christmas next year. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Now, Stacy, um, we have Stacy Deloach in the uh, studio uh, today. Hey! A round of booze for Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> so Stacy uh, sent D- you a story the other day. DJ Mel B doesn't uh, doesn't know anything about all of this, but Stacy just as well Mel B pulled. We, we don't want to uh, pulled well. a trick on us well, let- and got us got me in hot water with with. Uh, some of the fans <laughs> and oh, no. got including Stacey, your wife uh, yeah oh, including yeah. my wife and well, got not... stacy in hot water too and the the thing is listen have you ever seen dr strange love the movie yes okay so at the end of the movie the um a russian ambassador says if this nuclear weapon goes off because they've been trying to stop this nuclear weapon and the all the fail safe stuff has failed if this goes off uh, we have a doomsday weapon that's going to sterilize the whole surface of the earth. And the American president, who is uh, Peter Sellers, says, what good is a doomsday weapon if you don't tell anybody about it? And they were like, well, you know, it's not a deterrent if nobody knows about it. I said, well, we were going to we were going to announce it at the you know next month at some meeting or something. So uh, a radio bit doesn't do anybody any good if you don't <laughs> let anybody in on it. So I'll give you this. But anyway, if you want to, uh, you have the floor, sir, because this is the first time. Uh-oh. This is the first time you've been here since all this went down. So you said you wanted to. Uh, I'll own it. Yeah, own it, right? I, I, well, it doesn't no scare choice. me to own it. Yeah, I mean, you got no what choice but to own it. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, I I could deny it if I wanted to, but but yeah, I own it. Good. it would. No, but so was there anything there, in particular you wanted to talk about about that, or can we just now there, lay this to rest that you were being a shithead? And <laughs> but but and I did. I kept talking about it because I wanted people to understand what you did was something that people have done. As a matter of fact, there were two nurses in New York that got busted for selling fake vaccine cards no, for people. They, no, they sold real vaccine cards. They well, just did not give somebody the injection okay. to well, validate that and it I was think, real. Was there, 
was their thing were they charging for they were getting paid 150 to 250 dollars per card yeah they were marketing it among friends that's how i knew about the the story in in the first another state did the did the people who got the vaccine did they think they were getting the vaccine they didn't give them the injection or anything and they sent an undercover law enforcement okay undercover law enforcement went in several times and they bought a card Okay. I know in all honesty, hand on a stack of Bibles, several people which have done that, which is kind of what prompted me yeah. having a little radio bit here. Yeah. Well, it was a good and, bit, and I'll tell you, I, I, I kind of appreciated it. At, at the time, I still do, if I'd known about it. Uh, it might have helped, but maybe not. Maybe not. I might not have had such an honest reaction to it. But I wanted to keep it going because I wanted people to understand that if you think that you're going to some concert and they're only letting people in with vaccine cards, that somehow you're safe, you're not. Mm-mm. No. Because, Look at all the breakthroughs. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. But I'm right. This is before we knew about all the breakthrough cases. But uh, there were tons of people who were getting these vaccine cards, real vaccine cards, without actually getting the vaccine. And they can flash those at the at the concert venues and they just let them right in. And, you know, you're not protected from that. If you think that's going to do it, it isn't. And that's why. You know, I've got issues with mandates. I've got issues with the way that we have this ID card that will get you in certain things, and certain people can't get into those things. The, you know, I, I don't like that. The only way that you're going to verify that is do blood work. And I'll be damned if I'm going to get somebody authorization to do blood to work. To see if you the, have uh, the antibodies and antibodies. everything else to go into a restaurant for dinner. Well, it, no, what you really need is... Um, the blood work would be great, but you need a PCR test, right. so one that is super accurate, accurate that is cheap, and you can do it in, in two minutes while people are waiting in line. That's really the only way that you can yeah. guarantee. When I had COVID. And even then, that will knock out people who pose no danger to anybody just because they've got residual viral RNA. Do you know how long when you had – so DJ Mel B – I don't know why I call you DJ Mel B, but um, it sounds better than NP Mel B. It just sounds better. Um, Did you get a PCR test after? Because you had long COVID. I mean, you had two to three months worth of symptoms. I did. Did you have a PCR in any of that? Uh, You didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, because, you know, you probably would have been positive at some point. And I, that's why I tell people, don't keep testing yourself. When your symptoms go away and when after the five days, if your symptoms are gone, you wear a mask around people for the next five days, stop testing yourself. Because we have, uh, uh, I know people who have been stuck in other countries because they do a test, they've got residual RNA and they're completely asymptomatic, they're totally fine, they can't get out of the country because mm-hmm. you got to have a quote unquote negative mm-hmm. test. So uh, there's, there's flaws to all of this stuff. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, significant flaws. That doesn't mean we don't try to be careful mm-hmm. and uh, do some Very things that science makes sense. But anyway, was there? So um, you don't. So I, I I let the story. I let the radio bit run for six months, and yeah. it's no fun unless you actually close it down. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for closing thank it you, down. Thank you, You're the best. Go f yourself. But you get nothing. You lose. I just wish that Good you had played. Day, sir. I wish you had played some of the calls that you had where people agreed with me. Okay, but, you're you're not wrong about that. I did have okay. two. I had a, a, I didn't play 
a tenth of the ones that oh, called saying, go, you know, hey, Dr. Oh, yeah. Steve, why are you letting this asshole on the oh, on yeah. show and all this stuff? And, but, you know, I every single one of those I responded to, I said, I think this is why, because I just want people to know that right. this is a thing. And uh, that vaccine cards by themselves are not going to guarantee safety. And that what? was the a thing. piece of paper won't protect me. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. But anyway, so anyway, but, but, so yeah, because I figured it was time to close this one up when you know the two nurses one point two million dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. what they estimated at. Yeah, it's what they cleared off of that in New York. Just because, according to the article, you know they were being issued syringes that were linked to the vo- of COVID cards, I guess, oh. QR codes and everything else. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were just shooting it in a bottle of water or something because they don't know where the vaccine went to. Yeah. Mm. It's just two people in a room. So you know. even though they were QR coding the the syringes and all this stuff, because yeah. I know when I tried to help a friend get uh, into the country who lived in New York that was living in Canada... It was tough. I mean, the, the, the things you had to go through to get them to accept a Canadian vaccine card was astounding. Right. I mean, hmm. to get let somebody get back into the state. So that was crazy. The fun Whatever. part was just the white knights that got involved. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Karen's, Karen's children decided they wanted to try to come after me. Okay. Oh, oh, God's sake. Well, okay. Well, I mean, you did portray yourself as I did, quite the... But they needed better VPNs. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. because it's not hard to tell who they were. Okay, so now you're going to dox the people. <laughs> Jesus. There right. we go. No, not now. Just make it worse. Hey. Just let it go. Hey, how about any questions for us out there, Dr. Steve? From oh, questions. Oh, are there any oh, what, anything the in the chat room about old Stacy Deloach? No, but there's there's a huge um, uh, talk about how wonderful Mel B is. And, oh, she and, is. And she, she is wonderful. Doing, oh, doing, is yeah. really? Yeah, they're, they're talking about how what great are they you are. Well, I told them you were an inspiration all for getting it out and taking it. And they said that uh, you did really well. Awesome job. And, oh, look, sucks and blows. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, I, when he said that, I just, you know, it took everything I had to not, you know. I love and all the, you know, all those things. So. Did you miss this part here when I went like this? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, don't hurt her. All right, stop with the visual humor. This is a radio show. It is radio. All right. Anyway, um, well, we should probably take some medical questions. You got? We have anything else for Stacy on this? You, no. You're obviously forgiven. And yeah, oh, yeah. He brought us boudin balls uh, for Mardi Gras. And, and a king uh, cake. And a king cake, which I am taking to my staff and up in uh, Virginia tomorrow because i got to drive all the hell the way up there. And I might as well. <laughs> I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. All right. Oh, this is one for um, NP Mel B. How about oh, no. that? Yeah, that's Dope. a good one. Hey, Dr. Steve. How you doing? Hey, um, good man. I have a question about those of us who have to do intramuscular injections. Um, I'm doing... PRT and I do two injections per week. So, so he's doing uh, testosterone replacement therapy. That's what TRT is. Well, uh, I've read that some people are building up scarring where their injection sites are. I've been rotating, you know, left cheek, le- uh, right cheek, and then left thigh, right thigh. And so far, I don't notice any issues. Uh, do you have any advice about that overall? 
That's what I, I can mean, help. I can help. A few. How do you give yourself an injection in the cheek and do it right? Because the place where we recommend that people inject is not really accessible. Yeah. I do it. Or not easily. I can do it. Well, you, I, you can do it, I guess. Yeah, you can. I just about, couldn't yeah. stick a needle. In okay, myself. we'll talk talk about it, and then we'll let Scott jump in. Yeah. Sticking a needle in myself? No way. No, not this do guy. It. <laughs> the question that he had. Yes, I would recommend rotating. Okay, because. Just because well, because of that scar tissue, and any time you put anything sharp in your body, you know you're poking a hole in it, and yeah. then it has to heal itself. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same. So, do you have a that. particular rotation regimen that you would recommend? No, just uh, rotate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I know I give shots to my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll do I'll alternate them. I'll do one butt cheek one week, and then the other butt cheek the next okay. week. Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about the proper place to put it if you're going to put it in your butt cheek because that is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you. The hip bone, your iliac crest right there. You're going to put your middle finger on it. Yep. Spread your fingers like you're making a peace sign. Yep. Your index finger and your middle finger. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go in the middle of the V. So your middle finger would be on, if you were doing it on your right cheek, your middle finger on your right hand is going to be on your iliac yep. crest. Make so, the V. Yep. Stick it right in the middle of the V. Okay. I, what I always did, and t- let me tell me what you think about this. Is I would put my I would make my hand into a C, mm-hmm. and then uh, put the, my middle finger on that iliac crest, you know, the side of the, you know, just above the hip. And thank you. Take care. Oh, and can you what? use this for uh, the podcast? Thanks. Okay, oh, yeah. sure, dude. Now he's been um, listening all this time. And then and then wherever my thumb hits, wherever my thumb hits is where you put the injection. Yeah. That might so, be a little far, but from what I learned, and there's different ways. Well, yeah, it's the and greater it's changed trochanter. over the years. He has greater trochanter. He has teeny, right. teeny little hands. And he does no, I do not. Hands. I've had monstrous <laughs> hands. <laughs> I would have you come over here and do it, but then, you know, it would be kind of inappropriate. So yeah. I'll do it on Scott later. But I guess, it, you know, it's that it's that place, you know, the greater trochanter of the mm-hmm. hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The it's hip bone. That, the hip it's bone. Where, it's where your butt muscle, and then, where it just starts to stick out. You want it in that meaty part. Right, but closer to the middle because there's no nerves and right. veins and arteries right there. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll. I think we've thoroughly confused people. I, I know I'm thoroughly confused by our own uh, uh, description of this. So I'll put something on <laughs> on the YouTube channel about how to properly do this. But I, uh, we always recommend people just do it in their thigh. Where if you're going to do it mm-hmm. in the thigh, where would you do it? I would do it right on the top. Right on the like, top. Yeah. Hmm? That's okay, if not I were on the middle part, myself. though. Not on the middle part. No. If I were giving it to myself, I would give, like, right in here. Okay. But if you're doing it on somebody else, I usually go on the side. Okay. So, but you could rotate there. So, mm-hmm. you know, front, right, front, left, middle, middle, right, middle, left, you know, and, and then you'd have six sites six just sites, on your thighs. Right. Mm-hmm. Scott, you were going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say the reason the reason that happens, it's the same reason why in trigger points, and I don't like doing a lot of trigger points, the needles are big, and you know, the gauge is big on, on these testosterone shots for the most part. They're like 22-gauge yeah. needles, and they're big needles, and they, car, they do cause scarring in there, so it's easy to get some scarring in that deep, heavy muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So moving around is good. Um but, um, yeah, just try not to use the same exact entry yeah, point every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but yeah, and and you should, you know, and that's the only thing I wish that we could we could fix about testosterone was making it more of a water based injection. 
And yeah, but then you have to do it every day. No, no, I know. That's, that's the problem. Yep. Okay, so Dr. Scott, before we get out of here, do you have any questions from the uh, chat room? Yeah, we do have one. It's from Cardiff Electric. Excellent. He's our boss, by the way. Oh, okay. So we're, this yeah, is he owns, really he owns the network that we're on. And uh, Godspeed, Cardiff Electric. He got his, um, his studio back together after the brutal attack by another podcast group, so... So I weigh myself every night before bed, and again, once I wake up, sometimes my weight has gone up, sometimes it has gone down. Why is that? God, for, for real? That's his That's question. His question. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, this Stop is obsessing. You no, the hell has has frozen over. I mean, the Andy Kaufman of podcasting mm-hmm. actually asked us a real question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, so yes. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I have the same issue, and it is, it's fluid. Fluid. It's there you go. Fluid. fluid. It's always fluid. Uh, I, I, can make my, I can make weight pretty easily by just not uh, drinking beer the night before because I tend to retain fluid when I do that. And um, by drinking water and stuff, and then voiding my bladder completely in the morning. And you can lose... You know, if you if you piss out a liter, that's two point two pounds right there. So, uh, and it all has to do with how much salt you've eaten, what you've been drinking, what you've been eating. If you've retained a lot, um, eating salads and stuff like that, that you're evacuating quickly, where you've got a really fast transit time through the colon, uh, so you don't have food that's just hanging around in there, and adding to your weight uh, also will cause you to uh, lose weight the, the next day. But you're not losing fat. What we're interested in is losing fat. I could care less, really, if I'm losing weight. So there are non-scale measures that you can use to see if you're trying to lose weight, um, which, which we use as shorthand for losing fat. And those are things like you know uh, your measurements changing and your body fat changing. I have a Withings. Uh, scale that tells me my body fat measurement and I love that thing and it'll tell you your total body water too and you can watch it go up and down with your weight but what you're wanting to do is see that total body fat go down Mm. so excellent question thank you excellent yes thank you sir fluid Lynn. Yes. Did you uh, listen to Jim and Sam yesterday? I, I did not. I'm going to be listening tomorrow, though, because I'll be on the road. Because they were talking about a new little thing, about a little card now that's come out that you can present to your doctor that says, please don't weigh me because I don't want to be body shamed by oh, my doctor. Oh, my God. It went on for a while. Oh but apparently God. this is a new thing because they're... I don't want to be offended by finding out I'm too heavy. And they, I, by the way, I also have to give consent. It's, it's not body shame. Well, you have to always give consent. Somebody can refuse to be weighed. That's no problem. True. Don't you give consent when you walk through the door? And no. You know you're there. No, 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 no. You have a good. I agree with you. You, you would think you would. I yeah. Mean, I, I know you don't, but you would think you would. Well, I mean, I can't yeah. make you, drag you do it. You. Right. Yeah. I can't drag you onto the scale. You just well, say if no. you're so heavy, I can't throw you on the scale. Then there's going to be an issue. Just say I don't want to be weighed. Yep. And that's, that's fine. But here's the thing. I, I don't get this business where all of a sudden morbid obesity is healthy. It's not. I'm sorry. Uh, increased risk of heart attack and stroke. Increased risk of obstructive sleep apnea and therefore Pickwickian syndrome. So uh, you can live a long time and be morbidly obese. I've known people that do that. Oh, yeah. You can live a long time and smoke cigarettes. I've known people that live to be 90 smoking cigarettes. Yep. Here's the problem. Uh, 
I, we don't have a blood test that you can do on someone that says you can smoke until you're 100 and you'll be fine. Mm. When we have that, then we can do that. And then we can tell this group of people, you just go smoke all you want to. And we won't say anything to you about it because you have that gene marker that says you can smoke and you'll never get cancer or heart disease. Mm -hmm. But it looks like, you know, somebody that's 70 years old and they smoke for the last 60 years and they're at 70. What are you going to do for them at 70 by having yeah. to quit smoking? I don't know. I mean, it's, I it does increase your life expectancy if you quit smoking. Okay. Yeah, it but also, a 10% drop in... Uh, in your weight if you are morbidly obese so if you're 600 pounds you drop down to 540 you can decrease your risk of sudden death as well so there are reasons to do it mm -hmm. and not but now i don't think we should call people you know fatty pig fatty mm -hmm. and uh tub, tubs of lard and stuff like that i agree i we shouldn't I mean, it's, shouldn't fun, fat it's shame funny, them, but you, but shouldn't, still. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't fat shame them. But telling someone that if they lose weight, they will decrease their risk of sudden death is, to me, is not fat shaming. No. And, no. and here's the other thing, to, especially for you two, is to consider with, with, um, with patients that come, if you can't weigh them. Oh, I thought it, you were calling us fat. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, gosh, no. no. Um, think about you know, prescribing medications. It really helps if we know how much somebody mm -hmm. weighs. So we can kind of dose them. You oh now you know, that is and that's very I'm important. Give yeah. you one of these. Yeah. My God, Doctor Scott. Hey, I get, I get a bill. You get one. Give yourself Yay! a bill <laughs> because there are medications that yeah. we have that are weight based. Very specific, right? Yeah, very especially like a thyroid medication. Certain there we dose yeah. things by milligrams per kilogram yeah. of things. Yeah, that's very particularly important. Particularly in the um, in the uh, ICU, mm -hmm. we do things milligram per kilogram. Now, James Gregory used to have a bit where. Uh, they w were asking people, he was going on a uh, puddle jumper from one island like Antigua to somewhere else, and they would ask people how much you weighed. And they had, and the, he said, I know these big fat ladies are just lying about it. It's like, I ain't going to tell them my weight. And it's like, well, why are you asking these people what their weight is? They say, so we know how much gas to put in yes. the tank. And it's like, fill her up. Nope. <laughs> nope. All your luggage is weighed. You will still, because I've done this for years, flying out to oil platforms, yeah. doing salvage work. Yes, you will stand on the scales. You will be weighed. All your bags will be weighed. And once they're weighed, they're sealed and you're allowed, not allowed to touch them. Yeah. Because they have to calculate how much fuel to put in there yeah. to fly out and make it back. Yeah. Because well, and we used to do that in Alaska too. Well, his point was just yeah. just filled up the tank and then you don't have to worry. About yeah. it. <laughs> but you got you want to know that you've got enough. It really does make a difference. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know. So anyway. <laughs> so very important. All right. Yeah, I don't get that one. I'm probably catch hell for that. But listen, like I said, I don't want to shame anyone. That's not, I'm not, in, I mean, we joke around, but I'm not in the, in the business of shaming people. Uh, but I, 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 I guess I'm just repeating myself, but I just don't think that telling someone that there are risks, I mean, if I tell someone you, because you're continuing to smoke, you're at risk of a heart attack and stroke, am I smoke shaming them? I mean, it's, I don't think that's shaming. That's giving medical information. I'm trying to, to enlighten them. That's what we get paid to do. That's yeah. our job. Well, I, yeah, okay. Well, it's, it's like going it, to the mechanic and them telling you there certain, what's wrong with your car. Right? What's wrong with your car and how to take better care of it. Soldiers in World War II said I was just following orders, too. So that's not a good, a good enough reason. But I think that um, we were really attempting through science and evidence to 
provide people with a longer life that will give them a better quality of life, and there's no shame in that. No. Mm. So, all right. Anything else? I'm about to say the last three years, I'm not not the personal. I don't want you taking care of me the last three years. I'm going to run wild and go into the grave screaming. (laughs) You know, I... um, have said the same thing that I, I I quit smoking, but when I get a terminal illness, I'll smoke again. But that was just a way to fool myself into saying so long to cigarettes, not goodbye. And now, if I get a terminal illness, I'm not going to smoke. No, I'm gonna try heroin. I will have, I will have sexual congress with anybody who will have me, though. If I have a terminal illness, I'm just telling you that right now, and I'm telling my wife that too. I won't. I'm not. I won't smoke, but I will. I'm going to go ham. So you want your headstone to read, you came and went at the same time. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. That's terrible. (laughs) You'll never believe how long I've saved that joke to use it. That's a good one. That's a good one. As far as practical jokes are concerned, uh, we've had James Bird on the show. He was the guy that came in second in the the funniest person in the Tri-Cities competition, but he owns a company called, or owned a company called uh, Restore Life USA, which DJ Mel B knows. And what they do is they take people's bodies when they're done with them, and they do medical research. And then they cremate the body and give it back to the family within 30 days. So you get a, for the family, you get a free cremation. It takes 30 days to get it, but you get a free cremation, and you get to advance medical science. Well, I've already signed up for it just because the only reason I want to do it is so that I'm just laying on James Bird's slab naked, and he's got to, you know, cut my <laughs> knee out. You know, I just think that would be funny. That's my last <laughs> practical joke on him. My uncle died from Lou Gehrig's disease, so he donated his body. Yeah. Right here in East East Tennessee. Yeah. Good. Military. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donated it for science. But yeah, when I was in law enforcement, we we went to the body farm. Oh. Yeah. We went to the body That's farm I because I was a canine unit and we were I was helping Bradley County, which is near Chattanooga, train a dog for cadaver oh, research. Yeah. Yeah. So what we did is we went and got two fingers and an ear. Yep. Got a ketchup, one of the big ketchup squeeze bottles, put those body parts in there with saline. Ooh, and then squirted it around places. Well, what we did, we were training the dog to find drowning victims because as your body gasses off, those gases are going to rise to the top. Yeah. They're oil based, they're going to collect on the surface. So what we were doing was training the dog, put the dog in a little skiff, a little, you know, flat bottom boat, and we would go out and start down river and come up. And, with the, and then we'd have like 200 feet of, co- of a quarter inch hose yeah. with a weight on it and just sitting there pumping it. Yeah. Putting the surface yeah, yeah, in the yeah. water and then it floats up and watch the dog and tra- uh, watch the dog so he turns so now you know he's wind sending so once he turns on the boat you go back down you come back yeah, up yeah and you work you work a grid triangulate it right and that way you know plus or minus 10 feet where that body is then that's we put amazing. divers down from there that's amazing yeah we awesome. got body parts there dogs are amazing i've never really seen somebody training that's dogs cool. where they take those things and they shoot them into the lake Yes, and then they use hand signals, and the dog will turn around and look at them, and they'll yes. they'll use hand signals to uh, tell the dogs which direction to go and how far to go, and they'll I've go retrieve. That. It's That's amazing. Awesome. I handled Kazon uh, was my dog's name. He was a Belgian Malinois. Worked in English, Dutch, German, silent hand signals and numbers. Wow. So we I could talk to him just four, and we were the only two that knew what four meant. Yeah. But he was aggressive, alert, which means and nobody trains this anymore. He would rip a car apart. Wow. If he smelled anything, but he was yeah. utility narcotics and tracking dual purpose well my dog uh, when you when when you guys came up here the dogs followed you mm-hmm. and then i just 
went Ralphie Crate and they went right downstairs. That's mm-hmm. the one word that they understand. <laughs> That's the one anyway. thing. But you, uh, dogs are amazing. They, they are. Anyway. All right, let's get out of here. Always go to Dr. Scott. Thanks, Dr. Scott. Uh, St- Stacy, no one can hear you, but thank you for coming on. And uh, NP Mel B, thank you. And uh, thank you, Stacy, for clearing up that malarkey. And uh, uh, NP Mel B for being a good sport today. That was fun. It was fun. We can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, uh, Jim Norton, Travis Teff, that Gould girl, Lewis Johnson, Paul Ofcharsky, Chowdy 1008, Eric Nagel, the Port Charlotte whore. The Saratoga Skank, the Florida Floozy, Roland Campos, sister of Chris, Sam Roberts, she who owns pigs and snakes, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf, Christopher Watkins, double Steve Tucci, the great Rob Bartlett, Vicks Nether Fluids, Cardiff Electric, Casey's Wet T-Shirt, Carl's Deviated Septum, producer Chris, the inimitable Vincent Paulino, everybody. Eric Zane, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's daughter, Cardiff Electric, Ron Bennington, and of course our dear departed friends, Fez Watley and GVAC, who supported this show and never went unappreciated. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks go to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. We really could not do this without you and it would be stupid if we did if you weren't there go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts other crap until next time check your stupid nuts for lumps quit smoking get off your asses get some exercise we'll see you in one week for the next edition of weird medicine Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.